Thanks for listening to Mindfulness for the Modern Family podcast, where we dive deep into all things parenting and family. We talk about what mindfulness means within the family dynamic and how self-care is crucial, not only for ourselves, but for those we love. I'm your host, Shayla Peary. As a guided meditation teacher, mindful parenting has always been, well, top of mind for me as I raise my daughter. I'm curious to know what others have experienced and what we can learn from each other and our kids. You can find more episodes at shaylapiri.ca or subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Joan, thank you so much for joining me today. It's so nice to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your children. You have two kids. What are their ages? I do. Um, they're two grown children. They're yeah. adults. <laughs> uh, my son, who's the eldest, is uh, 27. Mm-hmm. My daughter is 23. Oh, nice. And uh, so my daughter's 16, and I am in the thick of the teenage years with her. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just kind of started. It's come <laughs> on yes. very suddenly and very strong. Um, it does, how... yes. <laughs> okay, so you've been there, done that? Oh, yes. You know what I'm finding? It's really interesting. Uh, I haven't spoken with someone yet on the show um, who's had any, you know, teenage experiences necessarily mm-hmm. with their kids. And mm-hmm. even though, you know, I'm a mindfulness coach and mindfulness is so important to me, I'm a meditation instructor, um, you know, when this recent thing happened with my daughter, I went into panic mode and I had to really struggle to focus on my breath. Um, throughout the day and just do mm-hmm. that that deep breathing and calm myself down um have mm-hmm. you can you relate to that <laughs> or is it just me um I can yes and um, while maybe I'm not so much consciously you know I'm, I'm not I don't go sort of in a corner somewhere and I have to, to do deep breathing now I'm sort of doing it as I go right and I'm just trying not to perhaps look at such a broad picture because oftentimes when we look at where this is going what it could be what could this be and what what could happen to her and worrying about all these things then you start to panic right so that I have to bring myself to the present moment and Mm -hmm. the practice usually involves something like okay I'm just going to keep I'm going to I'm going to focus on keeping my body still and to maybe even to the point where even my heartbeat or my breathing is not even noticeable. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to notice um, the sounds that I hear in the room without any kind of attachment to them, without any kind of commentary, um, just noticing them and letting them go by, you know, as you do in meditation. Yeah. And then noticing the things that are sort of, you know, um, touching the surfaces of your body. Um, your okay. shirt, your, your clothes, even the difference in temperature and things like that. And I find that that brings my thinking levels down and I can think or respond in a calmer and um, more peaceful and more, um, yeah, just a calmer matter. Yeah, more centered, more centered. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that is great. And thank you for that reminder. And I'm going to uh, make sure that I'm practicing that a little bit more these days. Um, so everything that you just talked about, does that come from your yoga practice? You're a yogi and you teach yoga as well. Um, how has this informed your mindfulness practice? And obviously it translates to being a parent. Maybe you can talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I guess, I guess it does. Um, I feel like it was such a slow kind of progression. Um, you know, I've been practicing yoga for well over 20 years now and it started when 
my children were very young and I just couldn't, I was almost losing my sense of self because I was just going, 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 going to lessons, going this, pick up from school, 3.30 yeah. and half day. And, you know, all yeah. those things were happening and, yeah. and it was really, really overwhelming. And I found yoga and mm-hmm. I really didn't have time to go to the gym and things like that. But I felt yoga took care of everything, mind, body, spirit. So yeah. that's what I like. So it was sort of a slow progression of being mindful of, you know, your breath, um, the, the, the way you're breathing, what you're thinking. And, and um, I feel like it, I feel like it, it, it just slowly happened and I don't even really even notice it hmm. in um, it, because it becomes part of you and then you become that. Yeah, and you parent yeah. like that. So it, that was kind of, when I think about that question, it's kind of a hard one because I don't know if I can give examples outside of the fact that I'm I just, really just try to be calm yeah. and try not to force an outcome, try to lead by example. Uh, for example, you know, my daughter is 23 and when bio, when she was 16, I know what you're saying, that whole thing <laughs> happened and, yeah. and it's very nerve wracking and you yeah. get really, really worried. Um, but you know, it, when you have this training and you, um, are mindful and you've done yoga and meditation and breath work and all of those important things, I find that they just kind of follow because yes. I'm finding that my daughter is now doing yoga and she's doing bar and she's trying to do all those things. And it, 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 you lead by example, my son who Mm -hmm. is, you know, in therapy for things and he finds that meditation really, really helps. Yes. And And I, it's all, it really all, it's all about bringing them back to the present moment because when you're present, then you're not back there thinking, getting depressed over what happened and you're not in the, like in front of yourself, like you're not, in the future worrying about yeah you know yeah. you're getting anxious right so it, it always i try to always bring them back to the present and i find that you know keeping an open communication and um just keeping everything open um mm-hmm. helps a lot like my kids honestly my kids tell me um i don't i think it's everything i i <laughs> I, I, I want i don't want to assume it's everything but I yeah mean, they're not afraid to tell me things and yeah, so and I, the, I find that with my daughter as well, which is so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, because the way I see it, when they're lying to you or not telling you things, that means um, they don't feel safe. Right, yes. If someone, and I'm not, this is not just children. I mean, this is also ourselves, adults. You know, we don't say anything or, you know, we, we won't say anything if we don't feel safe to say it. Mm-hmm. But so if you're true. if a person makes you feel safe, then you're like, oh yeah, then you want to you you want to you're not going to be judged, you're not going to get in trouble. I think yeah. that's you know, really important. And of course, there's things like you know, hey, if my daughter or my son wants to color their hair green, okay, I don't exactly like that. But well, yeah, it's letting I mean, them have autonomy, not, autonomy in their own right. lives to make those decisions that are not life or death decisions. It's just expressing the, yeah, expressing their creativity. And, you know, I think what you were saying about was completely valid. Um, and I think it really speaks to the transformative power of a wellness practice like Mm -hmm. yoga, um, to transform the person slowly and subtly to the point where those changes just become so integrated in who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's such, such a beautiful thing. And 
I mean, it's been such a, a it's been part of my life as well, yoga for over 20 years mm -hmm. and the mindfulness practice, the meditation for about, I don't know, 12, 15 years now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, honestly, so grateful for those, those tools. Absolutely. And, and yes. you know, you spoke about therapy and therapy is so important for everybody, not just our kids, for us too. It is, it is yeah. definitely. And I've definitely mm -hmm. been an advocate for that. Um, it, it keep talking keep talking keep because talking. It's, always, it's always bigger in your mind. And then yes. somehow when you talk it out and you express it, you know, all of a sudden it sounds kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's not actually, it's not actually as bad or as heavy as it seems. And then when you right. start you know, vocalizing it. So I, I'm always like an advocate of, of talking about it, talking about it. And, uh, and, and never mind the stigma. It's just, you own it, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you, if you go to the dentist for your teeth, you know, you go to the doctor for your physical body, why not go to therapy for your mental, your mental, you health. know, mental, mental health. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I am just very matter of fact about those things. And I've always been with my children. So I don't, um, yeah, they, they, they feel okay to, to do that and they're not ashamed of it. And that's, well, that's how what, I raise them. Yeah. That's wonderful. And is that different from how you were raised? Is that something you're oh, doing my differently? <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that no, as a yes. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's not part of it. Right. You know? And uh, yeah, no, it's, and it's, it's embarrassing. Um, yes. I yeah. was raised very very different um painfully different actually mm. and um mm -hmm. it, it's it's a lot of uh nothing was enough everything was negative you know uh nothing was good enough and um yeah like if i if i told my parents you know oh i want to be um a counselor you know, and it's like, oh, there's no money in that. Go be a doctor. <laughs> Go be a lawyer. Go be exactly. a CEO of a company. You know, right. Everybody wants to do that, you know, and, yeah. and I really give my children space to be who they are. And I don't impose my, you know, I don't like, I, I don't live, um, I, I don't impose my wants of what I want them to be. I help them find themselves, find oh, their truths. Beautiful. find their truths and 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 finding your truth is not easy because you gotta get things out of the way first and you can't kid yourself yeah you know so yeah and I never was really given that space I mean honestly mm. it's it, it's something that has been um it, I took that with me for a long time where for the longest time I was trying so hard to climb corporate ladders and yeah. it really wasn't my style I mean what if I just wanted to be you know, a therapist or for, right. what if I wanted to be a yoga teacher? Okay. I'm not going to get rich off of that, but maybe I don't give that much. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't care that much about money perhaps. I don't know. So what, where, when did that shift happen in you? And I, cause I was going to ask you, you know, how, how did you not carry that forward in your parenting? What was that shift in, in how you were framing things out in your mind and how, and was it a, a very conscious decision when you became a parent not to carry those things forward to your children? Um, again, it was kind of gradual, but because I did feel so much pressure um, to belong and, you know, cause in my family, I feel like if you're not like a, of a high position, then you're kind of really nothing, you know? Wow. And wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Or not, not great. You know, I mean, so slowly <laughs> things are shifting, but That's you know, so but still, you know, okay, good, I know it good. really, really is. And, but I yeah. got to the point where I just held my head high and um, I saw the value 
in in and being yourself you know oh. and just owning everything and i really good. really did not want to do that to my children um good because it was hard good yeah yeah and, and so it was hard. a slow kind of transition it was mm. it, it didn't happen all at once but i knew this i wanted i didn't want to continue that on that path right so yeah you know when there's things that happen to you that you didn't appreciate you're gonna make you're gonna want to make that change and stop um, that that pattern right yeah and I mean historically that's sometimes very difficult to do and I think what we're seeing more and more um is that people have the consciousness um and the wherewithal to stop and analyze situations in terms of parenting mm -hmm. and, and make those mm -hmm. informed those informed decisions going forward. So hopefully we'll just mm -hmm. continue to see more and more and more change as generations mm -hmm. continue. Um, and, and you know what, generally, I think Shira, it's, it's, it has a lot to do with acceptance. Acceptance of acceptance. what you went through? Acceptance oh. of your children, of who okay. they are as individuals, acceptance of what your talents are, what your, your, your gifts are. And, and just like when we practice yoga, acceptance of you know what your body can do at this moment in time mm -hmm. when we're sitting in meditation acceptance that our brain just starts thinking out of nowhere and yeah. acknowledging that and bringing it back and failing and all those things so i feel like when you you know acceptance is key i right? i, I totally like, agree and it's so beautifully put so beautifully put yeah and it's funny because when you start accepting is all you start to notice all these other things like what? And then they're like, well, like just signs of things to, um, when you start accepting, for example, yourself, you realize, oh, you know what? I'm actually quite good in this. Ah, and then, yeah. you know what I mean? There's little signs. And, and really, I feel like our job is to pay attention to the signs. Well, it's Stop almost controlling like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you go into a state of acceptance, it's also a state of non-judgment as well Yes. to a lot. Yes. And, and that is really making space for so much more positivity to come through and positive thinking Absolutely. to start happening. Yeah, yes. I totally agree with that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you've been through, um, cancer, you've had a cancer journey. I went through it with my, with my mother as well. And mm. I know so, so many people have been through it and I'm wondering, you know, you obviously have such a, a positive outlook. Yeah. How did all of these things come into play, um, through this journey? How old were your kids oh. when you went through this? Well, this was, um, I was diagnosed about six, almost seven years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, the type of cancer I have is a blood cancer. There's actually no cure. So I will die with this cancer. Oh, Although wow. I'm probably, I probably won't die of this cancer. I will <laughs> die with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, um, it was a little, it, it, it was, it was difficult because, um, you know, from being that person that I always felt strong, nothing was ever wrong with me. I ate organic before anybody knew about organic and I did all yeah. the things I exercised and I all, I did all the things that were right. And then mm -hmm. I still ended up with it. Right. And I was actually quite angry about that. And I decided I am just going to um, not care. And okay. I'm going to eat what I want and how much I want of it. And I'm going to stop practicing yoga because nothing helps because I still ended up with something. Wow. And um, yeah, I, I did that for about a year. That's like, that was my form of anger. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> my way of showing <laughs> anger. Yeah. But then I felt really crappy. Yeah. and sluggish and like weak and I really didn't like it so see my go-to is yoga 
Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, that's enough of this now. I am going to go into a studio, sign up, but get a year's membership and do it every day or as much of it I can do as possible. Yeah. And I did that. And then I decided to, I started feeling better. And yeah. um, I decided to uh, take teacher training. Yeah. I met you shortly so after, after that, when you were just graduated, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm very fortunate in the fact that I responded really well to the medication. So I okay. take a pill each day and this is what keeps me alive and keeps everything at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm grateful definitely for cancer research that we can you know, take a pill yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah. you know, and keep us alive. So that's amazing. Um, and also, you know what? I just started to embrace it and I was not ashamed of it. I I say it like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a brunette and I have cancer. (laughs) Embrace (laughs) Acceptance. Exactly. Exactly. And I own it. Right. And um, see the, the the hard thing is though, like there's a lot of um, uh, side effects. Like uh, I had like edema around my face and it started to change and I was Mm. really, I get really, really tired. I still do. So you, it, it becomes ma- about managing the symptoms that, you know, from the, the medication, et cetera. And mm-hmm. I get really, really tired. And I don't know, somehow um, when I just offered it to the universe, I all of a sudden decided, I think I'm going to go horseback riding. I'm going to take lessons because the pandemic happened and everything shut down. I had to do everything. All my teacher training was over. I got my certificate. Yeah. And all those things. And I started horseback riding, which I've done in the past, but not lessons. Right. And then one lesson became two lessons. And I found a place where I can give them X amount of dollars per month and ride three times a week. So now I'm riding five times a week. And I realized <laughs> this is, this is my passion. Yeah. You know, I love yoga, but this is the thing where when I get off a horse, I cannot wait to get back. Oh, and wow. I also found that when I'm in a barn with the horses, I push myself. There's no time to be tired. Right. If yeah, that's I amazing. Stay, it's stay, incredible. Yeah. If I stayed at home, I'd probably lie down a lot more. And I used to because I felt I needed that and I was I was tired. But when you're out there and you're riding, I don't know if it's adrenaline or whatever it is, but I'm just going and I'm cleaning the barn. I'm doing things. I'm clean, agreeing my horse, riding for maybe two and a half, three hours sometimes you know, cantering, uh, posting, which is like doing squats up and down for like an hour, you know, <laughs> that's incredible. And, and, and I love it. And I love it. So, and, and, and most importantly, I've just learned to balance my life. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and I have to say, it yeah. really seems like, you know, you have so much fortitude and your, your mental state is just so strong and so, so positive. And I'm sure, you know, that has a lot to do with it and how great you're feeling. And like you said, you've sought out, it's almost like a different type of therapy, working with horses and being around horses and being outside. And yeah, I think that's in nature. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh yes. Yes. A hundred percent. All of that, all of that feeds me and, and, and I need those things. And of course I balance it. I still do work. I, I teach yoga and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just balance things really well. And when my body, there are times my body saying, okay, Joan, just take, take it easy. I do listen. That's I good. Do listen. Yeah. That's so, so important. I think it's, yeah. It's all about mindfulness and always listening. 
And so how, not to bring up your parents again, but are they supportive of, of you riding? Do they think it's a good thing or have they had, do they have any? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. They, good. They, they do because <clears throat> I mean, they know I have a reputation in the family. I've taken home every stray thing on the book. <laughs> you know, uh, when we were living, you know, in the Philippines, um, there was some, there was a little baby goat and I heard a rumor that they're going to eat this goat. So I stole the goat and I put it in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so I've oh my gosh I love that story oh that's so amazing I've always brought home dogs and cats I've asked for horses it just never happened and I just for a long time throughout my old childhood adolescence adulthood said that's just not my life I'm never gonna have a horse it's just not my life right and you know uh, somehow um the pandemic made it happen and oh, now wow. I own my own horse <laughs> Wow, that's manifestation. That's incredible. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. So I was going to ask you about, I was going to ask you about, you know, self-care and what that looks like for you, but it, it sounds like it's, it's riding horses and yoga. Is there anything else that you do to really make sure that you are taking care of your needs? Um, well, uh, apart from yoga and riding, I'd have to say it's really just listening to my body at this point. Um, there are times when you look outside and the sun is so lovely and wow, it's a great day to ride, you know, and, but my body is saying, I can't do it. Um, I will having that, that, yeah, that connection with your, yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that yoga gave that to me as well is being aware of my body, my breath and how things are feeling and, and listening. Right. Um, and then of mm-hmm. course there, are, you know, there's, I also, I also go for things like acupuncture when I feel I need it. And when I'm, my muscles are, I'll go for a massage, you know, but self-care, I feel like has a lot to do with listening and noticing the state of your body, what your body is telling you and, and knowing the difference if you're being lazy or when you're pushing <laughs> yourself too hard. <laughs> yeah. It's a fine line sometimes. <laughs> it is a fine line, but again, it, it's just you know, trying to figure out that balance. It's always all about equilibrium and, you know, finding that, that, that balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So. um, speaking of balance, um, you know, parenting of course is Mm -hmm. the greatest balancing act that there is. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if there's something that you wish you would have known about parenting or becoming a parent um, before you became a parent that no one, no one told you. Okay. Well, um, I guess the thing that's sticking and this might sound really kind of bad, but the thing that sticks out in my mind is that when I, you know, got married and had children, I didn't really know for some reason. It's, this sounds silly, but I, I, I didn't really know I actually had a choice. Oh, that's so weird? interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I didn't actually know that I had a choice not to have children or to have children. So as I, you know, as time went by and I had children and et cetera, I would see certain mothers just wanting children so bad. I actually don't remember wanting children so bad. It's just a thing that you did. Right. Yeah. You know, so, and- okay. So you get married and then you have kids. <laughs> and, and and it's yeah. funny because my daughter is very adamant that she doesn't want to have children. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. I'm happy either way. Yeah, right now my daughter is saying the same thing, and I'm like, absolutely, it's it's your choice, yeah. whatever you um, want yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it's just it's culturally right what we are brought up with all around us, 
um, culturally that then feeds down to the family unit. And then yep. that we're, we're sort of fed. Um, I, I talk about this. Uh, I talked about this in, in a commercial uh, my daughter and I did years ago. We just did this one commercial and it was a lot of fun. Um, mm -hmm. But I had this dream because I grew up watching Disney movies and oh, yeah. I wanted to marry basically Prince Charming Prince and have, Charming. Four, yeah, have four kids, live <laughs> yeah. happily ever after, and basically yep. be mm -hmm. a princess of some sort. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, I hear cultural, you. cultural norms, right? And that's another yeah. thing, like, thank, thank goodness that's shifting. And, you know, our daughters and sons know that they have choices and yes, uh, yeah, there's not one single right path. It's mm -hmm. your path. It's your journey. And it's up again, it's up to you to be aware of the signs and finding your truth. And my finding job as a parent is to guide them in finding their truth. And it's not easy. And it takes, you know, having a cup of coffee with yourself. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, I like that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It and, takes and work just, and, and so does, mm -hmm. so does everything, you know, and it's not all, it's yep. not all bad or hard work. It's just, sometimes it's just necessary. Yes. Mm -hmm. Peeling onions, you know, yeah. the onions and unpacking things and really looking and yeah. Working like through, working so through it all. Working mm -hmm. through, working through. Yeah. But knowing yourself, you know, understanding yourself because it's only when you understand yourself that you actually know what your truths are, you know, understanding where, understanding if your ego is in the way and, yeah. you know, when you're trying to control things, you know, and that's the things I try to instill in my children to be mindful of so they can find their truth and that when they get to the point where they're old and gray or if they make it there and, and, and they're at that point in their life where their life is going to end, I want them to look back and say, I've had a great life. Mm. that's I I mean, that's now. a dream that is a dream yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. wow all right so yep. um final question for you mm -hmm. in what in one word what does okay. being a mindful parent mean to you in a word I want to say and this is the first thing that came to my mind I want to say mm -hmm. love oh because that's what you're doing it for <laughs> that, that is beautiful love self-love love for your children yes that's what you're doing it for you're doing it for love oh so beautiful I got chills I just got chills <laughs> me too and it's the first word that came to mind I'm like why am I doing all this why am I being mindful why am I doing it's it's out of love for myself out of love for my children oh that, and I love family. I love that I love that Joan, it's been so nice to talk to you today. So nice to reconnect and I wish you all the best in the future. And with your, Thank beautiful, you. your beautiful horse, I love looking at all your updates all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joan. Take care. Thank you. It was so fun. Thank you. So fun.